Welcome into your Saturday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Your weather command forecast for the rest of your Saturday, breezy, partly cloudy with a chance of showers and a slight chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. Some thunderstorms may produce heavy rainfall. Highs around 80, west winds 15 to 25 miles an hour, 50-50 chance of rain. Tonight, cooler and mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers in the evening, then slight chance of rain showers after midnight, lows 50 to 55. Northeast winds 10 to 15 miles an hour, shifting to the west 5 to 10 miles an hour after midnight, 50-50 chance of showers. Sunday, cooler and mostly cloudy. Chance of rain showers in the morning, then rain showers likely in the afternoon. Highs 65 to 70. Northwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. 70% chance of showers. Sunday night, rain showers likely in the evening, then rain showers after midnight. Lows 50 to 55. North winds 10 to 20 miles an hour. Near 100% chance of showers. Monday, rain showers. Highs 60 to 65. Northeast winds 10 to 50. 15 miles an hour, 90% chance of showers. Monday night, rain showers likely. Lows around 50, 70% chance of showers. Tuesday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. Highs around 70, 50-50 chance of rain. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. Lows around 50, 40% chance of rain. Wednesday, partly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms. High 70 to 75. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, 50-50 chance of thunderstorms. Lows around 50. Thursday, partly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. High 75 to 80, 50-50 chance of rain. Thursday night, mostly clear, 20% chance of thunderstorms. Lows 50 to 55. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks is proposing to use the chemical arotenone to remove invasive goldfish from an unnamed private pond on Upper CK Creek, approximately one mile from Zortman. Goldfish are considered an aquatic invasive species and are capable of threatening downstream populations of several native prairie fish species. FWP says this chemical action will eliminate the risk of goldfish spreading to downstream locations, including Fort Peck Reservoir. For more information or questions, please contact biologist Cody Nagel at 265-6177. Public comment is welcome and will be accepted until 5 p.m. Friday, July 17th. U.S. Customs and Border Protection has announced that they will continue operating with reduced hours at six Montana ports of entry due to the extension of the ban on non-essential cross-border travel. The ports of Opime, Morgan, Turner, and Del Bonita will remain operational Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The ports of Raymond and Pagan will remain open seven days a week. The port of Raymond is open daily from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m., while Pagan is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. In addition, the port of Wild Horse is continuing to operate under its daily winter hours of 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. The opening of the port of Chief Mountain remains delayed due to the current travel restrictions. These measures will remain in place until at least July 21st. Turning to state news, the Blackfeet Tribal Business Council has voted to close the eastern boundary of Glacier National Park for the rest of the season after a recent spike of COVID-19 cases in Montana. Park Superintendent Jeff Moe says without the eastern entries and exits from the park, managers may have to limit traffic on going to the Sun Road. Bighorn County issued a mandate requiring all people in the county to wear a mask when outside their homes. Montana reported 29 cases of COVID-19 on Friday and another death. Rosebud County officials say the victim had a residence in the county, but had not been living there.
The Blackfeet Nation announced Thursday a proposal to permanently protect the Badger II medicine as a cultural heritage area, shielding it from oil and gas drilling in northwestern Montana. A tribal official says designating the region a cultural heritage area would help permanently protect the area considered sacred. The proposal would continue to allow public access for traditional recreational uses and allow non-commercial timber harvest for forest health and fire protection. A citizen advisory group would with tribal and non-tribal stakeholders would also be created to work with the U.S. Forest Service on a long-term management plan. A western Montana man who was charged with shooting three people in a vehicle in an apparent road rage incident and ambushing a state trooper who was searching for him has pleaded guilty to four felony charges. Jonathan Albert Birch pleaded guilty Friday to deliberate homicide in the shooting death of 26-year-old Shelly Hayes. He also pleaded guilty to three counts of attempted deliberate homicide for shooting Casey Blanchard, his mother Julie Blanchard, and Montana Highway Patrol trooper Wade Palmer. Julie Blanchard died months later due to complications from the gunshot wounds. Birch is scheduled to be sentenced on August 31st. A grizzly bear has attacked a federal biologist during a surprise encounter at a research site in Montana's Centennial Valley. The AP reports U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service spokesperson Joseph Suswalik said the biologist, who was not named, was treated for serious bite wounds Wednesday before being released from a hospital in Rexburg, Idaho. Suswalik says the biologist heard a noise in the brush while monitoring a sage-grouse research project. The attack occurred in the Red Rock Lakes National Wildlife Refuge. Both Montana Department of Fish, Wildlife, and Parks and Idaho Department of Fish and Game are viewing the incident. Montana's Commissioner of Political Practices found the Montana Republican Party and a minor party qualification committee violated campaign finance laws in an effort to qualify the Green Party of Montana for the primary ballot. Green Party officials said they were not behind the effort. The Montana GOP acknowledged paying $100,000 to a vendor to hire signature gatherers, but the payment was not revealed until the Green Party had qualified for the ballot. The vendor payment was listed as an in-kind contribution to a group called Montana for conservation, which didn't register as a minor party qualifying committee until after the signatures were gathered. The violations will likely be settled with fines. Officials say a high school football coach in Montana will keep his job after suggesting in a social media post that Black Lives Matter protesters in Salt Lake City should be hanged. The Darby School Board conducted an investigation and voted to discipline Jeff Snavely, coach of the school team, rather than fire him. Replying to a Facebook post on May 31st in support of law enforcement, Snavely wrote, quote, they should all be strung up and hang in the public like the old days, end quote. Snavely has said he deeply regrets the post and it has been deleted. Turning to regional news, a federal judge has ruled that Alaska Native corporations are eligible for a share of coronavirus relief funding set aside for tribes. Congress included $8 billion for tribes in a relief package approved earlier this year. Tribal nations sued to keep it out of the hands of Alaska Native corporations, arguing they didn't qualify. U.S. District Judge Amit Mehta in Washington, D.C. disagreed in a ruling late Friday. He said the corporations can be treated as tribal governments for limited purposes. Various tribes said they are reviewing the decision and deciding on the next steps. The Treasury Department didn't respond to a request for comment. 
outdoor visitation, and limited indoor communal activities for residents in long-term care facilities are rapidly being allowed at most North Dakota facilities. 212 of North Dakota's 218 long-term care facilities have been approved to move into Phase 1, and 35 facilities have entered Phase 2. According to the AP, advocates are still pushing for some changes regarding the state's reopening plan to allow for more indoor family visitation, including indoor visits with nursing home residents who are not in end-of-life situations but whose conditions are clinically deteriorating due to coronavirus-related isolation or depression. Conservationists are headed back to court to try to force the Trump administration to protect a rare game bird along the California-Nevada border. The government keeps changing its mind about whether to list the cousin of the greater sage-grouse as a threatened or endangered species. Three groups have filed formal notice of their intent to sue after the Fish and Wildlife Service reversed course in March and abandoned its 2018 proposal to list the bi-state grouse. The hen-sized bird is similar but separate from the greater sage-grouse, which lives in a dozen western states. And now, taking a look at funeral notices for today. Carol Ann Passan Upshaw passed away of natural causes at Sweet Memorial Nursing Home in Chinook on April 8th, just four days before her 76th birthday. Cremation has taken place and graveside services will be held at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 10th at Calvary Cemetery. A reception will follow the graveside service at the Eagles Club in Chinook. You can send memorials in her name to Sweet Memorial Nursing Home at Sweet Home Attention Memorials, P.O. Box 1149, Chinook, Montana, 59523. And that does it for your Saturday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening, and remember that seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Have a great rest of your Saturday, stay safe out on the roads, and make sure to do your part to help flatten the curve.